A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you can save at penfed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. So according to Calion, or you were telling me, I forgot who said it, but it was around 2018 when you found my music, you said? Yeah. Um, you know, well, you know what would be cute? I think I could I could figure that the exact date. Because I think I, I DM'd you on Twitter. I think that's how it started. I remember that. Right? I DM'd you on Twitter. I, uh, it's funny because, excuse me, when I told Calione about it, um, I think you he told me that you were like oh i was in a playlist i didn't know that i was in a playlist cuz i, yeah. I <laughs> that's what i thought i heard you in but um apple music does something like you can like quote unquote create a station based off of that artist right and so i was listening to rex orange and i created a station based off of it and apple music just goes random and it'll just just it's always a different station mm-hmm. each time you do it um so you randomly came on and I was like, Oh, this is dope. And <laughs> at the time it was just something I really resonated with and I really liked it. And yeah, you're right. It was 2018 summer of 2018. Um, wow. I, I think the song was, uh, was insecure. Does that sound, do you, Oh, that, yeah, that was, um, off of one of the, like, that was when I was under a different name. It was that far back. Yes, yes, you were, uh... Conrad the second. Conrad the second, that's <laughs> right, yes, that's right. Yep, yep, I remember thinking it was incredible. I thought it was just very raw, very um, vulnerable. It was so good. And I, I could tell, but, you know, didn't want to, like, what's the word, step on anybody's toes, but I felt like you were young, so I thought that was also very relatable. I was like, wow, like, this is good, so, yeah, and I, I think I just reached out to you and was like, wow, I think you're talented. Hello, like, enjoy, and it was funny, because I I didn't think of it as anything. I just kind of pinpointed you, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, started to date Calione, and um, it's something beautiful, because Calione said, you said something similar. You were like, man, I, you know, I feel like you're wanting to grow with your music and grow with your voice right Mm -hmm. so i i felt it and heard it too and um i was like man you know who i think would be really good for you and we were already you know following each other and i would like some of your stuff and i just thought i don't know i just thought you you seem like such a nice spirit so i was like i think you guys could do a really cool thing um So yeah, that's kind of how that started, right? And then that's how you yeah. met Calion. <laughs> it's it's super yeah, I just uh I always try to when I start the episode just introduce when the relationship kind of started to give people an idea. And mm-hmm. the fact that it was 20 I for some reason didn't even seem that long cuz I remember the message and then I followed you on everything and um I'm personally like a big food person so when i saw that you were making these 
dishes that were vegan based and also just like healthy alternatives, it pumped me up a lot because not a lot of people know this, but when I was probably from like when I was a kid till around 10th grade of high school, I was overweight. And then I got onto this journey of like being healthier and losing weight and getting a lot more exercise and watching what I eated, eated, watch what, what I ate. Mm-hmm. And, um, so when I found your page, I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Cause I relate to this a lot, even though I do music a lot, there's a ton of other stuff I'm super interested in. And that was one of them. And I also just respect people that are like an entrepreneur. And I saw you doing that with your page on vegan and adorable. And it inspired me a lot. Like, you don't know this, but when we first started following each other, you started posting about, like, you always post about the super inspirational stuff about self-love and giving yourself time to process things and, like, your inner child. And I'm very new to all that. But when I was seeing it, there were certain things I was resonating with a lot. And I would kind of just remind myself through the day of, like, what you said. And there's a lot of stuff I've implemented into my life of stuff you've said. And I just wanted to let you know that, like, I was hearing it and it actually has helped me a lot. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm not sober, so that made me emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. That's so sweet. No, like, that's so sweet. That's so, so sweet. Thank you. Um holy moly it's just cool because i i said it via text so i'm sorry to reiterate but it's such an affirmation when you too are like you too admire someone you admire someone and you look at this person and you're like man this person is cool and it's very Mm -hmm. affirming to have that person look right back at you and be like same you know like that spider-man meme like where you're point yeah yeah, it's like wow it's like i it's so affirming and and there are things where affirmations and and manifestations and there's there's this sense of where it it kind of feels fake a little bit because you 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 have to work on it you know and and it doesn't feel real at first because honestly you're you're combating these beliefs that you've been feeling and putting close to your heart for so long that again, they're beliefs. It's not just like, Oh, it's like you, you feel that way. So when you're combating it with the exact opposite, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's vulnerable. It's like, Holy shit. Do I really, do I really feel this way? So it's, it's cool when you finally have that breakthrough and you're like, no, I do. Fuck yeah, Mm -hmm. I do. And, and, And I deserve to do it. And then you notice other people that are, to trying to find that breakthrough it's like liberating and again it's affirming it's like thanks universe and thanks to myself for like showing me like no this is this is this is right you know and so that means a lot to me seriously because inspiring other people I mean like that's totally what it's about like that's Mm -hmm. that's what the human experience is about right so that's so cool that there's someone that I looked at as inspiring and then to hear them say it to me like wow I wish I could you know things were a little more normal i would hug you <laughs> it's it's super i all of it yeah super mutual and another thing that i really really admire about you while we're talking about this stuff is there's a lot of people um on social media that preach like just self love and they're about like 
they're more spiritual based and they they do a lot of preachy stuff and they sound like they're trying to be positive but it's hard to believe them because you can just tell they're not actually about it by the vibe you get from and with you I could actually tell you were about everything you were saying and that's why I connected with it so much because there's been so many times I've come across people that are trying to be what you are naturally. Like you're just naturally like that. That's why it makes it real. And when I meet people like that, they try to preach about, oh, you got to do this for yourself. Oh, you got to do this. You got to align this. You got to figure this out. And I'm like, dude, you have, you don't, you don't even know my name. Like (laughs) just take the time to listen to people before you start like overwhelmingly trying to, it just seems like an ego thing sometimes. And with you, it just felt, I could tell that was just you inside and um, it helped me get a lot more into it. And yeah, I just, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, sheesh. I, I really resonate. It's, especially when you said the name thing, that makes me giggle. Cause I uh, totally, totally, totally. I, I think um, intention is always important. There is power behind intention. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, action is what we should pay attention to. So it's like, although it might be someone's intention to care or someone's intention to guide you or, you know, they care for you or they just want to help you, right? Their action can be a bit controlling or their actions can come off a little fake or, you know, so mm-hmm. I totally resonate with that. It's like, mm, you know, although the intent again, is good. It's like, I don't, I don't really like that. And all those, all those corny things that you hear, like, you know, pr- practice what you preach. I, I think that's important. And yep. one of my, it's funny. Cause I, I know it's Travis Scott, but Travis Scott has this bar and I like, love it. He says like, uh, he says, practice, never preach. That's actually what he says. He's like, practice. No, no, never preach. It's like what he says. And I love it. Cause I'm like, doc, that's me. Like I, sometimes the passion takes over me and I get excited when the energy is reciprocated. So I do have to challenge myself and make sure I'm not getting preachy because again, that passion is just what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yes, let me tell you everything. (laughs) But if it's a, I try to just practice. I try not to preach. I try to live by example. I, I think that's like the biggest thing. So for you to, again, affirm me and say that you feel that from me is like, holy shit, that, that means a lot to me. That that shows me that um, I'm on the right path. So thank you. That's super, super, super cool. Of course. And just to dive into it, um, you're a super good cook. Like I've, I've had your some mm-hmm. of your recipes and I remember the the first one I tried, it was a more simple one, but it was cauliflower wings. Oh, that's actually not simple at all. Well, me. I, I thought like I was thinking when I was getting into it, I was like, all right, what can I personally not mess up that bad if I cook it? Because I'm not a good cook at all. <laughs> so I was looking through and I was like, you know, I just got to get some cauliflower. I got to get these ingredients for the breading and stuff and all the flavors. I was like, I shouldn't be able to mess this up too bad. And um, dude, it's so good. <laughs> it was so good i was uh, i was addicted to it i had my mom trying it um i i've always been super into as i said finding healthier alternatives into stuff that i like to eat um it's kind of like i remember um this is super specific but when i found halo top and then their vegan 
options. Mm. Uh, some people don't like it because they're used to such regular ice cream and I can get it. But for me, when I found like, wow, I can eat this ice cream. I can eat the whole <laughs> pint of this ice cream and not feel like shit after. This is <laughs> this is the best thing in the world. So when I found your recipes, I was like, this is the this is the key to my happiness right now. These are the foods <laughs> I need to try. That's perfect. I feel the same way what you said about ice cream. Absolutely. And cookie dough. Like when I found out that vegan, you know, because I love cookie dough and that was always the thing, right? Like, well, don't eat cookie dough because salmonella and it can get mm-hmm. you sick. But nope, I that was something that, yeah, I would just eat cookie dough and I would just eat ice cream. And, and, and it's so funny to hear you say that because um, there's like an inner joke. I feel, you know, there's like an inner joke where it's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm lactose intolerant, but here I am eating it anyways. <laughs> you know, and I yep. feel like, you know, everyone else is like, oh my God, me too. Like my stomach feels like shit. And I'm just like, okay, like it's funny, but it's like, why do that to your body? Why do that to your body? Why do that to your body? You know, and it's crazy how people normalize comfort just because of maybe like convenience or what they're used to, right? Um, mm-hmm. I know challenge and change is like overwhelming and so i feel like people are like oh well you know it's what i'm used to but it's like damn you're used to feeling like shit that sucks like right you know yeah and i was joking around with calion when uh, he first was changing his diet he would always say to me you know i feel like i'm kind of like always hungry and i was explaining to him like well it's just because we're we're actually changing our body it's like a very american thing to do to eat until you're like uncomfortable (laughs) you know like 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 i i had to like reprogram myself on what it meant to be full like you know like i would feel full and just ignore it and just eat everything else on my plate because i don't know it's like a taught thing to like not waste food or you know, which of course you shouldn't waste food, but you could totally save it for later. And I don't know. I, I, sometimes I forget that. And another thing that I was joking around with Callie was like, I, we've been trying to mindfully eat because sometimes mm-hmm. I just, I fucking scarf my food down. Like it's the last meal I'm ever going to have. <laughs> and especially when I'm watching TV or something like that, you know, I want to yep. read the subtitles and stuff. So I'm like, ha ha ha. And <laughs> it's embarrassing. Next thing I know, I'm like, bloated after eating and i'm like come on i had like a pretty healthy meal there's no reason i should be bloated other than i'm not drinking enough water and just putting my fork down i read this uh, article about mindful eating and it said it, it it asked me it came from my neck it was like do you ever put your fork down while you're enjoying your food i'm like <laughs> holy shit no isn't that insane like i i i mean i just i keep i hold it in my hand and i just keep eating right i don't know and then uh, when I was younger, my papa would always say to me, and you know, and, and of course there's some embedded ideologies in it because we are black, but he would always say to me, when you eat, take your time because black, like you see, when you eat, take your time because black people, when they eat, white people will watch and they want to see like, if you're poor. And he would say, that's like an indication if you're poor, if you're just like scarfing your food down if you take your time and enjoy it and you eat it, it's like an indication that like, yeah, I eat all the time and I eat good and I'm going to enjoy this food, you know? And, and he would say that to me when I was younger and I'd be like, I don't even know what you're saying, old man. But now that I'm older, I'm like, wow, that's really profound. And that actually 
you know, of course, again, there's some in, embedded negative ideologies in that, but I'm like, wow, that is, that is kind of crazy. Like I'm sure wealthier people get to enjoy and indulge their food and probably don't worry or think twice about, Oh, am I going to waste this? Am I eating enough? Blah, blah, blah. Cause that's their luxury. So I don't know. I, I'm trying to not just inhale my food. And when you were saying to the cauliflower buffalo, mm-hmm. did you do buffalo wings or? It was buffalo, yeah. Buffalo, yeah. It's funny even hearing you say like, oh, that was one of the first recipes. That that was the first um, recipe or item of my own that I like. Really? Uh, that I sold. I like when I went to and started to do events for the first time. That was my first that was the first thing I ever sold was like my cauliflower wings. I did like barbecue, um, Buffalo and like, uh, garlic Parmesan. So that was really cool Ooh. to hear you. Yeah. So it was really cool to hear you say that you, you did that. Cause so I was like, Oh, that's, that's one of the first dishes I ever sold. So it's really cool. That's, that's so, there's so many things. I don't want to ignore what that whole thing, because there was a bunch of things I want to unpack in that. So the first one was, I can completely relate to I person my biggest issue with like my relationship with eating is bored eating. I'll, oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'll be sitting at home making music. Like I usually I eat a pretty big meal for breakfast cuz personally my body if I don't eat a good amount of food in the morning, I just it I can tell it takes a longer time for my brain to really wake up. So mm. I used to not be a big breakfast person, but now I don't know. I think the chemistry in my body changed. But then I'll find myself literally two hours after I just ate this huge breakfast. Won't be actually hungry, but I'll be bored doing whatever I'm doing. I'm like, ah, oh, those snacks are looking pretty good right now. <laughs> if I'm being honest. And I'll go just and then I'll do the thing you're saying when you're watching TV and you don't realize like you're just scarfing down your food. I'll be doing something on my computer. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I just finished it all. Like, I just finished this whole bag of, like, whatever I'm eating. This is bad, Connor. Like, it, that's just not good. And, like, um, yeah, I've been trying to get better at that. And I've also been teaching myself to um, – I've been replacing certain things with vegetables to try to make myself feel a little more full because, like, as they say, vegetables have, like, a uh, – I don't know the correct word – Satch, satch, I'm going to butcher it. Whatever the w- correct word is, it, they just have this thing in them that makes your stomach trigger your brain saying you're a- you're actually full because of oh, the nutrients full. in them. And saturation? Is that what you mean? Like saturated? It's, it's, sat- it's like saturated, but it's called satiation, I think. I don't oh, know. Okay. I'm, I'm probably butchering it. But um, they have that in them, and certain vegetables have a higher... Th- uh, level of blank word in them (laughs) and like before bed recently for dinner i've just been eating like a large salad so i don't get because i have a sweet tooth at night so yeah before bed i'll just i'll like treat myself to a nice really big salad and i'll find myself after eating that i don't have the tendencies to go all right i want that snack because i'm actually full my body's like okay you're done for the day and um, I find that interesting. And what I like about vegan foods is because since it's 
more it's well it's literally plant-based when you're eating the stuff you actually get full and i think what you're saying like calion's saying he gets uh hungry more when he was first starting Mm -hmm. it's it's probably because like as you said like his body our bodies are used to the stuff that stays in our stomach so long like personally i can't eat red yeah i can't eat red meat anymore because it i would just feel it stay in my gut for hours but with vegetables i can eat them and then after i eat this huge serving i can go on and do whatever i want to do without feeling gross Oh, that's so liberating hearing you say that. Yes, I agree. I agree. Com- I agree completely. I agree completely. I would. I watched Calion's energy, like, just truly shift, truly change for the better. It was insane. It's cool. So it's so cool hearing you. you hearing you say it the same. And, um, and you know, it's funny when you say bored eating. I used to be a. I used to be so big in high school, believe it or not. I was, like, really chubby in high school. Very, very chubby. I lost a lot of weight. So uh, that bored eating, holy crap. Like, hearing you say that, it almost, like, triggered something in me. Like, oh, I forgot I used to do that. Like, I used to, oh, my God. That, that took a lot of uh, reprogramming. I totally forgot that that, I, that was definitely something I, I, too, struggled with. I think the only thing that really helps me with it, just being transparent, is exactly what you're talking about. I would... I would honor my body and I would honor my feelings and I'd be like, okay, like this is a hard habit and I'm, I'm still hungry. Like, I'm not just gonna, like, when am I going to ignore that? So I would do exactly what you did. I would try replacing it with things that even if I ate a whole bag of it, right. I wouldn't, it wouldn't, you just said it, it sit in my stomach for hours or make me feel heavy or, you know, I wouldn't regret it so much, <laughs> you know? So that was what that, so that's exactly it's so funny to hear you say that because I'm like, wow, that was exactly what I had to do as well. I remember having to replace, like, oh man, I there's these freaking, what are they called? Like strawberry shortcake, like ice cream bars. Do you know? I know are? exactly what you're talking about, Connor. Connor, <laughs> why would I eat a whole box? Like, I would just sit a, like, I would eat oh, a whole no. box in like one sitting, like just no problem. Like, I'd be like, oh, wow. like they were so good to me. Like they were. I don't know what was in them, but and I look back and I'm like, like you said, I don't even think I was hungry. I think I was just bored. I think I was just watching TV and was like, what's one more? <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's, yeah. that's my thought. Like I remember when I was first trying to lose weight, I would have this habit of, um, I'd be like, all right, I'm starting tomorrow. So I just need to shove every food I enjoy in my mouth tonight. So when I start this journey tomorrow, I don't miss it. And then I'd wake up the next day and do the same thing. I'm like, wait, no, I think I'm going to actually start the next day. And, and I would get in this bad habit. But um, I just find it interesting. Like, our as you said it earlier, like our relationship with food as Americans is just so unhealthy on so many <laughs> levels. Because it's one, it's a bonding thing. Like, you go... Totally. You go to dinner with your friends or someone you're in a relationship with family and you bond over food. You eat food together. So you have that in your head with food. And it's also this thing. It's this dopamine kick you get in your head. Like when you're bored and you eat it and you're like, wow, I'm happy because I'm eating and I'm not bored because I'm eating. (laughs) And you you step back and you think about it. You're like, what? This is just a thing I put in my this is just food. Like at the end of the day. (laughs) 
this this hamburger bun is controlling my life. <laughs> like, what is this? I'm cracking up because I'm over here eating. Oh my god, I'm like eating. I'm eating this whole time. I've been eating these these animal crackers. So I'm like trying not to. But you're right. You're so right. You're so right. And even me, like, food for me is a love language. And mm-hmm. hearing you say that, I sometimes have to be really mindful because food for me is a love language, but for some, you just said it, it, it could be a very complicated relationship. So I have to really be careful because there are times where I get excited and I just talk about food and I'm like, try this, do this, blah, blah, blah. But I realize it, it's, it, there's more to it than that. You know, people could have a hard relationship with food and I too had a lot, a really hard relationship with food. I mean, I still am learning my, my good habits mm-hmm. with food. So I really resonate with that. And I resonate with people who, you know, most of my audience is female and mm-hmm. that's a whole other, you know, can of worms. And so I know I have to really be cautious and just be careful of some of the things I say, because it, there is no race, you know, to it. There's no race to like the healthy living and there's no race to being able to make that transition and that is definitely something that I've been trying to be more like more mindful of and being like, it is, you know, it is, it is okay. Cause I do think of a time where I, I wasn't really ready, you know, and I do think of a time where I wish, I wish there was like a more gentle guidance to it. I feel like I would have, I would have been more willing to be like, all right, well that person seems really nice. Why don't I give it a try? So it's kind of like what I, I try to do, but I don't know, even hearing you speak about it, it reminds me again, gently, like, let me make sure, though, that I'm being respectful, because man, can food be, food can totally be a, re- a weird, it can be weird, it can be a hard relationship to develop. Seriously. Anything, right? Food, money, the self, it's like, sheesh. I, I was hanging out with a friend today who said something really profound, sorry, I totally just cut you off, sheesh. I was hanging out with a friend totally today. Fine. <laughs> I was hanging out with a friend today and I thought it was so cute. He said, uh, uh, you know, if, if God is real or whatever, it's so profound that he, she, they put us on this earth and told us, you know, okay, figure it out. No manual, you know? And they kind of challenged me. It was like, because if God gave us a manual, it's like, how boring would that be? Right. And then not only that, but he said, and how many times have you been given a manual? And you're like, I don't want to read this. <laughs> See, <laughs> that, that is me... a good one. <laughs> and that made me giggle. So I thought, I can't even think of anything. I very rarely do I read manuals, right? And just, I just go, I just try it out. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just try to put it together. And then if I don't put it together, all of a sudden I'm mad. I'm like, why didn't it get together right? As if, even though he gave me the manual, right? So I don't know. It's funny that us humans are like, we just like to find things out on our own. I think that's kind of cute. It. Uh, the whole manual thing just sent me in this whirlwind <laughs> down my down my brain just thinking of all the times where I simply could have just read step one in the manual <laughs> and I wouldn't have caused myself all this trouble not funny mm-hmm. yeah no, oh my gosh that that's such a good point I hmm. that makes you think about it a lot could you imagine if life seriously did have a manual though like how boring right I guess, I mean, if you think about it, I guess the people way back, say, who knows, like, I'm talking way back, like 1300s. Oh, got it. They, got it, got it. they definitely lived more by a manual 
I think. Totally. I'm no, I'm I'm terrible with history, but um, they definitely were more strict. But now, could could you imagine? Like, cause now anybody, like it's just human. If someone tells you to do something, you're automatically like, "Uh, I don't know, man. I I don't think I want to do that." If if I'm being honest, like absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a super interesting point. I'm I'm gonna be thinking about that a lot. Whoever your friend is, just dropped a really good quote. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Tayab. Oh, I love them. Yeah. So funny. I was thinking that. I was thinking that same thing. And you just said it. I probably would have just read read the first line of the, the manual, or and then and then you know we were joking around. We we're like, who's who? who whose manual is the best? Because there's so many ways to write a different manual, and I don't know. So it's just like it's so fun. It's like that's what life is about, huh? Just finding, just just figuring it out, just trying shit. <laughs> until it works that's so that's so profound I feel bad because I'm realizing I'm a little all over the place but I I really really enjoy being on here I've never had the opportunity to be on a podcast what what inspired you to start this when did you start doing this um so the idea came about a little over a week ago um I worked on my album for about a year and I was writing all these songs that were simply about me and my experiences, which was a very, very, very helpful thing for my mental health. And I'm glad that I was able to do that and focus on myself for about a year. But once I was done, I was so bored with myself and promoting myself on Instagram and all that fun stuff. It just was so, everything was about me. I was tired of it. So, I thought of different ways I could be involved in stuff I'm still interested in, but also kind of learn from others. So I told myself, I'm going to do this podcast and have people on that I truly admire and think have touched my way of thinking. And then I'm also just going to produce for artists so I can put my footprint on it, but I can let them have the voice on top of the instrumental instead of me. Whoa. Whoa, so you're so cool. That's so cool. Wow. I'm like if wow, that's so cool. If you ever want any <laughs> any any female singing, I would love to do that. You just Okay, this is something I've actually been meaning to talk about for, for since October, I believe. Okay. There was this song you put up on your Twitter. It was Callione's birthday, and you made the song. You said it was your song or something. I'm, I'm not kidding. I ripped it from Twitter because I liked it so much. I ripped the song from Twitter. I got the MP3, and I put it on my phone because I liked it so much. You're lying. No, you didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm very, oh, yeah. I'm cheesing. <laughs> What I I heard it. I remember the first like when I saw the video. I just I realized I was like, oh, it's Bert, his birthday. I was like, she made a montage video. I got watched. This is gonna be cute. And then I was listening to the song. I'm like, what song is this? I really like this. And I was like, what? At first, I was like, is this the intro to a, like? It sounded like a Kanye song intro. I've heard. I'm like, wait, is this who I think it is? And then I then I I read the caption again. And you said like. Oh, I made this song, and then it's like, what the hell? Why, why, why isn't this a thing? I was so confused, and 
at the time we didn't i didn't want to like bombard you and be like give me the song but oh, so I, I would have been so <laughs> flattered oh man that's hilarious timing is so cool though and the t- timing is so cool oh man keep going okay keep going um but yeah i would love to work on that type of stuff because i'm super into um like one thing i just as a white person making music like i obviously pull a lot from musical scenes that are from black culture like i'm inspired by that music and it just is black culture so there's a lot of things that will sometimes be missing in my music because i am a white person and that since that culture comes from such a diverse background it's missing in my music and i never want to fake it ever like i don't want to overdo it and try to fake like i have all this soul and stuff so one of my biggest goals all the time with music is um, if I need something in my song that's more from black culture, I want to actually go to someone from that culture. So like I heard your voice and I was like, oh, man, I'd love to make a song like this. But I was like, Aww. that's not my job. So I was like, for the longest time, I was like, I don't know if she does features. I don't know if she does. Aww. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm smiling so big. Uh, I have so many things to say. Well, first, first of all, um, you're so cool. I, I, I've said it before, and you know, even today when you texted me something, you know, so kind about just checking in on my spirits because of the heaviness of today. Like, I mean, you're an ally. You really are an ally. You live it. You breathe it. You talk about it. But you, you move in that way as well. So even hearing you say that is like, man, just further affirming my my beliefs and that you are an ally. Um, that's really cool of you to say, but also in the same breath, um, you know, I hope this doesn't come off offensive, but it's like, I love, I love when people are in their own lane and I Mm -hmm. love like, you know, Callion and I have a joke where I'm like, I like, I like, I love when white people are white people. Like, I know that sounds so silly, but like, you know, for example, like Marilyn Monroe, yeah. Like even black people love Marilyn Monroe because I mean, she's, she's a white girl and she's white and she's sweet and she's white, like, and she's aware that she's white and she's never done anything beyond that, but she can still be sexy and curvy. And honestly, Marilyn Monroe was pretty thick. You know what I mean? Like she was curvy and had a booty, but it's like, that's not really talked about. And black women are totally okay with it because it, I don't know. It was like, she totally stayed in her lane. And like, even with you, it's like, I love your music to me. It's like, you do have soul. I know what you're referring to. And it's really Mm -hmm. awesome that you're giving us that credit. And it's like, once again, further affirms your, that the fact that you're an awesome person and an ally, but like you stay in your own lane. Like you talk about your experience. You talk about Connor, you just said it, you know, you talk about you. And I think that's, what's liberating and like is really special. And like, I think that is beautiful. You know, it's not like you're like, yeah, I'm from Compton. Like that would make me be like, <laughs> yeah, what the yeah. fuck? You know what I mean? But you're not, you're just not like that. So I think, I don't know, black, like I even saw it on Twitter one time and I started cracking up. So I was like, wow, I thought I was the only one that thought that way. But someone tweeted, was like, I love white people doing white people things. And it was like, yep. you know, these, these, this adorable white family that was, um, they were like <laughs> doing this whole rendition uh of like oh man I, I'm blanking right now I can't think of it but it was they were doing something so funny and 
but they, you know, they they were in their home and they were just being cute and they're oh, it was a Nicki Minaj song. Oh my god, they were doing a Nicki Minaj <laughs> song and they were like killing it and it was so funny and it was like a whole cute white family, but they were just like in their home being cute, being white and adorable. It wasn't like they like put backward caps on and baggy pants. Does that make yep. sense? Like then it's like what? The, that's not even your lane. Like if you enjoy our stuff, it's like that's dope. Just show us that you en- enjoy it. And I feel like you do a really good job of that. Like I feel like you're just like, well, I love music and I'm Connor and this is me, you know? And and that's always respected. Like that's always welcomed and um I'm ranting, but I've always been a fan of yours. So I'm like flattered that you even did any of that. And I will credit to you. I will completely credit that song that you have. I'm cracking up that you did that. The song that you have, it's a uh, it's a it's a Sade song. What what song? What is the name? Um, Love is Stronger Than Pride. I like joke around and say that like that's our song because um, it's a really beautiful song. Uh, you know, Love is Stronger Than Pride, right? It's the name of the song. But whenever Calion and I are, um, it just comes on at such good times. It, I can't tell you how many times we've had moments where we're like maybe challenged or moments where it's like, wow, I just. I feel like I'm becoming closer with you or, or just really good moments. And every time all of a sudden I just hear that song in the background, I'm like, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like it just <laughs> it happened so many times. So, um, so yes, that was, that's actually a, a yeah, Sade song. And um, our good friend Telly helped me produce it. And it was really cute because Telly was someone who I thought was like super, super cool. I was like, you know, that was more Kelly Yon's friends more uh-huh. than my my friends. So it was very vulnerable. I totally went behind Kelly Yon's back and was like, hey, Kelly, like, <laughs> and then, and then, and then while I was at Telly's, Kelly Yon FaceTimed me. And oh, then no. I, uh, and then I didn't answer. And I've never, like, I've never been, like, oh, sketched no. ever in our relationship. And so he texted me. He FaceTimes me again. I don't answer. Then he texts me. He's like, hey, babe, are you cool? And I'm like. Yeah, I'm just like I don't even know what lie I made up. Like I'm so bad at lying, and I'm and and I felt his energy be like, okay, you know what I mean. Oh, and I just no. remember thinking like, oh man, oh man, oh man. Like once he gets the song, it'll all make sense. And I remember thinking that. And then once once he heard the song, he just immediately was like, oh my god. And I was like, yeah, I was at Telly's that day, and he just started like cracking up, and it was so it was so good. So it was really sweet that Telly even was willing to do that. And Telly's dope. Like Telly's worked with really amazing people like literally grammy nominated and and i was like worried because i was like man like kind of asking for a favor and like you know i got like i got like you know i got like a special two dollar bill in my purse that's really all i got to offer like (laughs) i really you know like i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna say and he was like really cool about it he was so sweet he was like no 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 like this is a very vulnerable and cute gift like I totally get what what you're doing and why you're doing it and I was like man okay cool so he didn't charge me or anything like that and then yeah and then like three months later he like was nominated for a Grammy and I was like yeah no big deal or anything (laughs) (laughs) I I I will yeah there there in the future there will definitely be a message from me saying like hey um I'm always super awkward about it when I ask people to get on. I'm like, hey, uh, I made this idea. Um, it just, it's really rough right now. And if you don't like it, I'll go on this whole ramble. And then I'll be like, but do you want to get on it? <laughs> so that'll probably be exactly how I am about asking you Perfect. because Perfect. I heard it and I, I loved your voice. And 
Um, oh, I'm so flattered. That's so sweet. Thank you. The answer will always be yes. And even knowing that you're intrigued, I'm like, oh gosh, because now I'm over here like, now I'm gonna hit you with an all like, hey, uh, uh, I got this concept idea of maybe you, wanna, you know, don't don't no pressure. You don't gotta make a beat off it, but this is an idea that I had. Yeah, no, totally. No, actually, I was just I was just talking about it with Kellyanne about how um. You know, it liberates me so much, like seeing you two work together, and 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 I feel very seen and very heard through you guys, and I love that. And I was just explaining to Callion about how, like, you know, being a woman, it's so hard to like voice your opinions sometimes, and especially to another man, right? And and it's really liberating because I would like to believe in my heart. You know, I'm like, maybe I'm biased because I am one, but, but women are just so powerful. And I think women have this natural like leadership. And I just think they have this natural entrepreneurship, to be honest, and especially lately. And I, I, I think women have great ideas. So it's really exciting. This is the first time ever in my dynamic, you know, even with my own like father, sometimes I would have these ideas and not want to share it because you know I'm a woman and I should just keep it to myself and I don't know you know and I've I've lately just been trying to be myself radically all the time and Calione is the first partner I've ever had that's like heard my ideas and been like whoa that aligns with me too I'm totally gonna try that because sometimes you you speak up and as a woman especially like I feel like it comes off like you know, like I'm challenging a man or, you know, you know, whatever ideologies there are, I do it. And I just never feel that way with him. Like he just immediately is like, that's a really good idea. Like that aligns with me too. I'm, I'm going to try. Like when I said, you know, you should have Connor. I said it of course with, with love, but I, I wasn't expecting him to be like, yep. Like already following yeah. you already DMing you. You know, I was just like, holy shit, this is so cool. Like, uh, uh okay. So that I felt that same way with, you know, whenever he would show me your beats and he would show me what he was working on, I would kind of be like, Oh, why don't you, why don't you try this? And, or I would, or I would be like, you know, do you mind if I say something? And he'd be like, yeah, what's up? And I'd be like, why don't you try this? And he would, I would already see him doing it on the computer. And I'd be like, Oh my God, that's so cool. I, I, uh, uh, I was just kind of, I was just joshing. I don't know. You know, so it's just so liberating. Like I feel, I feel very seen. I feel very heard. And like, even when, um, I was telling Calione, I was like, yeah, why don't you guys maybe, I was like, what, what if you promoted the song this way? I was just like so flattered because Calione was like, babe, that's a really good idea. And I was just like, wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> just, that was such yeah. a good idea. I remember um, he texted, we were talking about it and he was telling me about the idea. I was like, dude, that's such a good idea. <laughs> and he was like, um, yeah, Kiara actually thought of it. I was like, oh my gosh she needs to be your publicist or that's like a drake <laughs> level like <laughs> it was so smart but oh, also to go with the point you're saying um about women and feeling challenged by men or men feeling challenged by women with ideas mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. one of my biggest things i'm grateful for being raised by my mom mainly was i think I think from just being a little kid and just having my mom around kind of play the role of, hey, I got to do these dad things with you and I got to do these mom things with you. I was lucky enough to see that at a young age. So now that I'm growing up, it's like when, say, my girlfriend says, uh, 
she'll just check me for a second and I'll be like, I'll kind of be like defensive for like a second and I'll catch myself and be like, wait, no, she's a hundred percent right. Like, yeah. Yeah. um, and I think that women, because I don't know how this stuff works, just how instincts work, but women, because I guess they just have that motherly instinct in them and it's not yeah. just a caring thing. It's also what you're saying, like an entrepreneurship type thing. They just, you guys are very smart about the way you think about tasks and with guys it's kind of like how the hell do i get this done right instead of uh going about it in the logical steps and i saw that with you like with the stuff you're saying on instagram and then what this like certain stuff calion will tell me and also like my mom and my girlfriend i watch it with them and i think that i don't know i don't want to sound corny and be that guy that's like power but at the same time uh like women are a very very important role and there's also an issue with music that people don't talk a lot about is like say a woman like you never hear about a woman executive producing like an album like the correct like like you never hear about that they're not making all the choices in I'm surprised. I'm sure it's happened. It's probably definitely happened. I'm just not educated yet. But I think if that happened a lot more, we'd have a lot of really great albums because they're in touch with certain things that guys aren't. Totally. Totally. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Ah, I have so many things to say. Yeah, that's really cool to hear you say that. And also, not. I'm sure Callion can totally affirm this as well. Um, that makes sense and why you and Callion get along really well and have that ability to be so empathetic, you know, especially allowing me to be seen through the both of you because his mother is incredible. And he, you know, also grew up where he had to see that too. His mom having to really step up in both plates and, mm-hmm. you know, so I thought that, hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, that makes sense because, you know, Callion is the same. And, you know, hearing hearing you say that about women, especially in the music industry, it's like, yeah, w- women are like held accountable like so much more than men are. It's really interesting. Um, held way more accountable than than men are, and even lately, because Calion has been growing and he's open to it, and his spirit is just already so beautiful. But I, whenever I show him, I'm like, hey, check out check out this female artist because it's like. You know, he, he's open to it, but before maybe he might not have checked them out. And now he, he really sees the power in it. And he's like, holy shit. And there is someone that I um, I was turned on. My friend showed me uh, Charlie XEX. And then I showed Kelly on oh, Charlie yeah. XEX. Yeah. And uh, when you said, you know, executive producer, I, I, that was immediately who I thought of. You know, I, you know, Charlie's like hot and she's dope and stuff like that. But I don't think people understand, like, how much... And how hands-on she is with her projects and with her mm-hmm. music and her production and her writing and her visuals and um, not just herself but other people and you know it, it, it's crazy and I think about man if she was a man she would be really 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 talked about you know and I I, I just think about stuff like that or you know I don't want to get too deep into the opinion but. Um, mm. you know, even Doja Cat, like I'm seeing people cancel Doja Cat and I'm like, 
okay, you know, I, again, I don't, I don't want to get too into the opinion, yeah. but I'm like, but I'm like, okay, well then, you know, make sure you're not listening to six, nine either then. <laughs> or, See, I was just, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. I was, so, I was you know, just I, I, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you feel me, right? I don't know when yeah. they're just held accountable more. It's so weird. I don't get it. Please. I would love to hear your input. Um, I'm always, yeah, I always get, I usually have these talks with my girlfriend because she's Punjabi. So she's also yeah she's not white so a lot of the time when i have kind of a question or it's kind of involving race i'll sometimes run it by her to get her opinion i'm like hey i i'm not too educated on this can you explain it to me before i do something dumb without even knowing i'm doing something dumb and um i was i was ranting to her about uh Again, I don't want to get too deep in it, but like the Doja Cat thing and then like the 6 9 thing. And I I didn't agree with what either of them were doing, but I was confused. I was like, how are these people going to get away with such like this stuff? Like, I don't support the 6 9 stuff at all. Like, that's just not in part of my morals. And I don't understand how people are just going to turn a blind eye to that. And then let's say, like, we always see these, like, it's just like female artists are, it's like, they're put against each other in some sort of way. So it always blows up with some bigger thing. Like, we see the Lana thing happen, then the Doja Cat thing happen, then Doja, like, some, I forgot who, I think Lana was talking about, FK, Twigs, and I don't think anybody, at the end of the day, I don't think any of these women hate each other. I think it's because people just always put that side under fire more. So it causes a lot of pressure to bubble up and then things just explode. If that makes Mm -hmm. any sense. Totally. No, totally. I mean, even to the point where like, you know, again, because it's my reality as a woman, so I notice it, but you know, women will be interviewed and will be asked about other female artists. Like me, right. like male male artists is it's not even like that, you know. Like Travis Scott is being interviewed, no one would be like, "So how do you feel about the weekend?" He'd be like, mm-hmm. what? "You would totally be like, what the fuck?" Anyways, my pro my project, what does that have to do with anything? And it wouldn't even be looked at as shady. It would just be like, "He's right, he's Travis Scott, and he should talk about himself, right?" But a woman gets asked, you know, an, a female artist gets asked, "Oh, what do you think of this female artist?" And she responds the same way, like, "Why did you just bring her up? I would like to talk about my own project." literal headline she shaded blah 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 like literally yep. literally you know and it's it's, it's crazy I, I just like notice things like that and so it's just cool to have someone who is in the industry and someone who is talented and someone who can you know make wave it's cool that you think this way instead because it's like we need more people who think that way and i want to believe that there are more people that are starting to think that way i i think that like Sometimes, like the uh, the people in power, and in any situation, music, the government, whatever, I feel like they do a really good job, kind of like downplaying our power and making it feel like, holy shit, this feels stagnant. This feels like everybody agrees with this, so let me not say anything, you know. And then it takes one person to say something, and next thing you know, there's like twenty people that are like, I I feel that way too, though, you yeah. know, and. I mean, that's kind of all, all it really takes. Because I, I felt that way with, like, you know, there are days where I feel that way a little bit with, like, Trump. 
you know, I'm like, damn, I feel like everybody just is like fucking with this guy. Like, so everybody just likes Trump, you know, but then I voice yeah. my opinion and I voice my truths. And next thing I know, there are like 30 people right behind me that are like, no, I'm just as angry as you are. <laughs> like the stimulus check is cute, but I'm just as angry as you are. I'm like, okay, great. Okay, great. Okay, great. I'm not alone, you know, because they make it feel like, holy shit, like he has supporters and like, I don't know, you know, they, they do that. I feel like they do that with all kinds of things. Like you said, the music industry, it's like, wow, it makes you feel like, holy shit, this is a male dominant thing. But in reality, it's like women really rock out in the music mm-hmm. industry. Like it's women who the visuals are the best and the performances are the best. And I don't know, I, I think about like true, true icons. It's like, don't get me wrong, like Drake is an icon, but like I can't even compare Drake the way I can compare Beyonce. Does that make sense? Yeah, you have yeah. that connection because you're able to admire it so much more. Exactly. Exactly. I don't have an animal cracker in my mouth, but exactly. Exactly. But no, I, I, I 100% agree. And I hope that. I think I think it will naturally the way things are going hopefully start to switch because mm-hmm. I I think a lot of us are witnessing this this movement now of people being a lot more open minded. Of course, there's still a lot of hate out there. Sadly, we're witnessing it right now. But um, mm-hmm. I have a feeling in my heart that hopefully the world will start making this switch because I'm watching a lot more people get open-minded towards it. So I hope that it continues to go that direction, but we still need to make that push and yeah, do what we're doing and just talk about it. But, um, I, Oh, there's one question is totally off topic from what we're talking about, but, uh, I kind of want to just make sure I really talk about, your brand before we cut this i was gonna ask you i just wanted to hear your story of how you actually got into being vegan and how you went about that like is how many years have you been vegan now yeah i've been i would say i've been consistently vegan because i just being transparent i would say like my first two years into veganism i was still learning and i was still mm-hmm. making like a lot of mistakes so I would say I've been consistent since 2015, but I started my plant-based journey uh, 2013, and I wow. would stop eating meat, go back, stop eating meat ever since I was like 12. Wow. So I've always been intrigued, but it wasn't until 2013 that I was like, wow, I really want to try this. And then it wasn't until 2015 that I was like, let me be a little more serious. And then... Uh, yeah, here we, here we are. Yeah, totally. Um, and I appreciate your question. That's a real, really cool question. Yeah, vegan and a, vegan and adorable. Um, when I first, first, uh, we talked about this a little bit on our personal FaceTime, but when I, when I first moved to LA, I moved to LA because I knew I, I knew I wanted to do something. I knew I wanted to be something. I just didn't really know what. And uh, I always had this idea to be like this musician but it always scared me I always had like a really big limiting belief and fear around that dream of being a musician Mm -hmm. um and my heart my heart chakra I love to help people and I love uh being around kids and so 
when I was in Arizona, I was freelancing and creating events that I thought would align with my spirit and I thought the community needed. I would try to do it in areas that I thought was most most important. Um, but Arizona just, it didn't really have that big of like the community that I wanted, which just being honest was like a black community and mm-hmm. a more POC community. So uh, one of my events that I would, you know, I was doing all these events and one of the events that I did, I did this black Panther challenge and I fundraised enough money to rent out this movie theater and have like a little over like 350 kids come and see this this movie for free that's so Um, cool yeah black panther so i you know spoke to everybody and you know there's like an additional like 150 parents and um you know we had like a really cool moment and talking about how important like black representation is but also just also talking about how uh, Wakanda. Wakanda is based off of the little girl. Like the youngest person in Wakanda is the reason why they have all these like amazing technology, right? And so we try to wrap that back into, you know, how even though you're young right now, you do have impact. Like you do have you you do matter, especially in society. And Wakanda shows that. And um because I remember being a kid and that feeling of like, damn like does my voice even matter I don't know so I anyways I I did that it was really cool I had a really great time and I felt like damn this is good enough to brag about like I want to go to a city that I've always admired I want to go to a city where like there's got to be more people who think like me um Arizona is just a little too red for me so I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna go to California so I was gonna go to California and I thought I was gonna be doing the same exact things um and in Arizona I was I mean there wasn't anybody else doing anything like I was and in Arizona it's it's very it's it's a small and easy state really and I was able to just literally I would just be able to call someone and be like I want to do this and be like yeah okay you know so when I went to LA I kind of thought oh it must be the same thing but uh, <laughs> yeah LA is huge you know and 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 people have fucking money and status out here so it was like kind of embarrassing for me to be like hi I want to do this and they'd be like okay well who are you and who do you know and what are you doing and how much right. are you funding and I'd be like oh I was hoping maybe you guys would fund it like you know what I like <laughs> I was just like holy shit so it was like a really big eye-opener for me and I was kind of like oh man so I I was like man I, I want to be this awesome possum like philanthropist and do all these cool things I, I just don't know what to do or how to touch people so I was like all right and at the time, I was using social media to – that was how I was, like, naturally crowdfunding for, like, my Black Panther challenge and stuff like that. So I thought, okay. And I and I was posting my vegan recipes just personally just because that's who I am. And uh, one day, one of my recipes went, like, well, to me, what was viral. It went viral. And I was like, whoa, like, that's a lot of fucking people. Like, I'm like 10, I was like 10,000 likes. Like, wow. that's, that's, like, a lot of likes. So, you know, I was on Twitter, and I was like, holy shit. So I was like, maybe I'll uh, post some more recipes. And I posted some more recipes and each one would do really well. And I was like, man, maybe this is my thing. And um, so then one day I was like, all right, I'm I'm going to like start learning more about like manifestations and like what that all means to me. And uh, I was journaling about it and uh, I was like, okay, I, th- I think I want to, you know, come up with this name. And it's kind of cool because further goes into manifestation I, I had another artist who same thing as as you I you know 
another artist just like you. I DM'd on Twitter and was like, oh my God, I love your music. You're great. And he was like, thanks. And then we genuinely became friends. And I, I think his music is like amazing. So again, that affirmation of like when you admire someone and they admire you back, mm-hmm. right? So um, his name's Angelo Moda. And Angelo was like, yeah, you know, I just got out of this, he, you know, at, at the time he had like a, a manager and they were doing the whole nine, trying to help him get on this playlist, yada, yada. And he was like, yeah, my manager just asked me all these really good questions about my brand. And I thought I would, I would help you. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, please. So he sent me these questions and it was like, you know, who, who are, who would you like to target? Who is your target audience? You know, what makes you different? What, how can you describe yourself just at looking at you? What are like four words that describe yourself? Okay. What are two words that really, really reach out to you out of those four words? Why? And like, it was just like a really good question about branding. And I kept coming back to this whole, like, you know, and it's so powerful because when I look back at the photo and like what I wrote, I, excuse me, not the photo, the paper, and I and like what I wrote, it gives me goosebumps because I'm like, damn, I really, uh, I really embodied that. But I, I literally wrote, I was like, you know, I want a crowd of like, mm, you know, sixteen to like thirty five. I want that to be like my my dominant crowd. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would. I would like it to be predominantly female because, you know, I, I, I want a safe energy. And I was like, I want people who are curious, you know, I want people who want to actually learn about veganism. I don't want people to be mean to me about veganism. I was like, you know, I want, I want people to think I'm articulate and I'm smart, but in the same breath, I don't want people to think I'm like uppity with my nose about it. I just want people to think I'm relatable. I want people to look at me and be like, I think I could be her friend, you know, I, I want people to look at me and be like, well, she tries it. Why don't I try it? And, and I, and I wrote all these things and I was like, you know, I want people to look at me and think, wow, she's black, she's vegan and she's adorable. I, I, and I wrote that. And then like my other two underneath that was like articulate and relatable. And, uh, those were, those were my, my four, but I gave I gave five and I'm like, all right, well, I really like vegan and adorable. I'm like, I feel like that's kind of me. Like, that's pretty good. And I was like, obviously people will know I'm black. And then like, I was like, my artic people will learn that I'm articulate if they care, you know? And, and I was like, I feel like a lot of the things that I go through and even the things that I cook um, is relatable. So I was like, okay, bet I'll just do that through action. And I was like, I, I really like vegan and adorable. I was like, I think I'm going to do that. So that's where the name came from. And then next thing I know, I would share it with people and I would see people's reactions. They'd be like, holy shit, like that's you. And I'd be like, wow, okay, dope. Like, okay. And every time I share the name, I've not once have I gotten like a negative. Every time I share it, someone's like, I love that. Or, wow, that's you. Or I don't know. So so that was affirming. So I was like, wow, okay, dope. And till this day, people love it. And then, um, I, I thought to myself, kind of what I mentioned earlier in this, sorry, this ranting of a long podcast, but earlier don't, I was mentioning, don't worry. <laughs> earlier I was mentioning, I was like, man, I want, uh, I wish there was that relatability or, or I wish there was, whenever I wanted to be vegan, like when I started my plant-based journey in 2013, I, I felt like everybody was already this like level 12 vegan. I was like, okay, like it's, it's dope that everybody's, but it's like, how do you get there? Like, you know, I want to be there, but it's like, I still love bacon. Like how, how did people just <laughs> do this overnight? You know, I was like, am I crazy? Like, so I think that was something that I wanted to bring to the table. And like, that's what I try to bring to veganism and, or excuse me, to like vegan and adorable. And I just try to show that like, 
you know, yes, we're, we're challenging ourselves to eat better, but it's, it's more like, well, just challenging your habits in general is like really fucking hard. And then on top of that, it's like, you know, eating habits, like, I mean, you're asking, you know, asking for a lot, like, you know, like, so I, I feel like just showing people that baby steps are cool. They're like, of course my goal, I think it would be dope if like everybody was vegan, but it's like, you know, I'm aware that that's not really feasible yet for everyone. The accessibility is not there yet. The prices are not there yet. There are people who have cultural times with their food and, mm-hmm. you know, who am I to be like, you know, just try this instead. I, I just think it's cool to just plant the seed and, and let people think, okay, like, just, just, just show people like you can baby step to it or you can just try it out or I don't know. Cause I feel like if that approach was available to me uh, earlier, I would have been like more, more willing to just try it out or look more about the vegan lifestyle. Cause I would just see it and just immediately be intimidated. And there's always just this like condescending tone to, to vegans and like vegetarians. I always felt like, you know, very condescending and I didn't, I didn't like that. So I was like, okay, I, I want to create like this eco-free space to just like learn about veganism because even me, I'm still learning, you know, like I, I, I don't think it's fair to like act godly, you know, over something that is still fairly new in my, in my right. opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you're you're definitely doing a great job at that because it's like you were saying that about the condescending tone. A lot of my friends, when I like, I'll tell them, I don't know, I'll tell them like, "Oh, I ate this and it was vegan," and they'll automatically be like, "What?" And they have this weird thought about it, and I'm like, "What? What is that? Why? Why are you acting this way?" And then I realize, and then they'll tell me why, and they're like. Well, because I met this person that was a vegan and they were like super forcey about it. And then I'm like, well, listen, you got to go check out vegan and adorable because (laughs) I've seriously said that. Like, that's not even definitely. And because you were the first person that I ran into, like I've seen vegans all the time on social media, but you're the first one after you introduced yourself to me. On Twitter, when I saw your page, I was like, this is the first one. Again, as I said earlier, I believe. And it's just welcoming. Like, you just, um, yeah, you don't force it. And you're reassuring about it. And and also, like, the recipes actually look so good. That's, like, I'm not trying to knock anybody down to put you up. But, like, I'll see certain things i'm like i don't know if that looks too appetizing like i don't know <laughs> but then your stuff like uh i remember my girlfriend texted me one day she's like because she follows your page and she's like oh my god i'm so hungry looking at the food and i'm like well i have her cookbook now so let's let's get let's get cooking because these i know there's recipes out there that we need to try that she's made because it always looks so good like um I think she was specifically talking about your pancakes because she's a big pancake fan. She loves pancakes and she's vegetarian because um, with her culture, 
a lot of the meat they eat, I guess, just wasn't settling well with her. So she decided to just go vegetarian. And now a lot of the time when we're going to get something to eat, I have to be, I have to catch myself because again, I'm, I'm not vegetarian or vegan, but I'm trying to find ways to go into it and slowly, slowly dip my foot in the water with it. And, uh, she's introduced me to a lot of stuff that I don't know. I think the main moral of this is I admire what you're doing. And even though I'm just into music and all of that, like I'm very into things outside of that, that I usually keep. Yeah. Like I usually keep it to myself. And I told myself, um, like one of my struggles has been growing my brand. And I'm like, well, one thing I need to work on is like showing people more things about myself because they only have my music to listen to and then selfies of me on freaking Instagram. That's not going <laughs> to help them get to know me. So having you on will show hopefully people like, you know, hopefully they'll get introduced to your brand. And I know there's a lot of people that follow me that are into vegan food. So hopefully that will drift them in your direction and also i'm just into i'm into healthier lifestyles and just learning more of how to be healthy and that's what you embody so to end the podcast off there that is my final admirational thank you you. i'm over here literally my cheeks kind of hurt because i've just been smiling for an old like an entire hour Thank you for saying that. And I am please make sure that I um I'm like I need to make sure that I'm following your girlfriend. I would love I would love to make sure that I'm following her on my personal page. <laughs> and um no, that that's thank you. Thank you. I'm not I'm not gonna add any more because if I add any more, we'll be at another hour. <laughs> so thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing this energy and time with me. Um it's it's liberating and it's kind of the beginning too, because you know, to to me and to Calion as well. We joke around about how you are, you're considered a forever friend of ours now. So it's cool having moments like this because it, it further implements that, right? It further allows that to really be the the case. And it just allows me to know more about you. And every time I do, I'm like, man, like you're, you're a very cool being, like a really, thank really you. cool being. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for having me on here. I'm flattered to be a part of this this uh this growth for you super cool it's so fun and i love seeing you be a part of calion's growth as well it's like mm, yeah it's very good thank you for having me connor and i'm of excited course. okay and and, <laughs> and and let's end it let's end it on we have to make music yes i'm 100 okay. down because <laughs> i've been experimenting with new ideas of what direction to go next and i got some ideas i can throw your way Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, good. Thank you again, Connor, for having me, truly. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now, a low interest rate on everyday purchases, and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed, and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit penfed.org slash goldcard. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 
People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back.